And some of you are being healed. I want you to say, Praise Jehovah. Praise Jehovah. Come on, even the stars worship Him. The sun and the moon worship Him. The rocks even cries out. All the galaxies praise His name. Come on, ladies, as you lift your hands, the power of God is on you. Lord, touch them. Heal them. Set them free. Let your glory fall on this woman. In the name of Jesus. Let them never be the same again, Lord. Come on, let's go over to Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Oh. Come on, 30 seconds more. Just worship Him. Come on, men, worship with them. Holy, holy, holy. Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord, we worship you. Thank you for your anointing. Thank you for your presence. Glory, glory, glory. Yes, Lord. Can our ladies just lift your hands to heaven? Father, I thank you. I thank you right now that not one of them, not one of them shall leave like they came. Your word declares, true worshipers shall arise. I ask you, same for the men, Lord, that not one will leave as they came. In Jesus' name. You told me this morning that your glory shall fall on the stage. And Lord, I already see your glory falling. And I thank you in the name of Jesus that your presence is here. We will be changed forever. Are you ready, ladies, for the power of God? And Lord, I'm not leaving this place without your power. We pray that your power shall descend upon your people. In Jesus' mighty name. Come on, quickly lift those hands and reach out and touch him. Because his presence is here. His presence is here. Oh, do it, Lord. Do it, Lord. Sweep across these ladies. It's the glory. 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 Thank you for the glory. Come out of that body and enter no more. Let her go in Jesus' name. Break your authority, your power. The peace of God touch her in Jesus' name. Whom the Son of Man sets free is free indeed. It's free indeed. Come on, just one more minute. His glory is falling on you.
Do it again, Lord. Do it again, Lord. Do it again, Lord. From the front right to the back. Let your glory fall. Come on, you give him the right in your life. Holy Spirit, I give you the right. Come on, men in the seats, give him the right over your life. The Spirit of God will never force himself on any man. He will not make you change. He gives you an opportunity to be different. Say, Lord, change everything in me. I don't want to be the same ever again. In Jesus' name. Now, everybody, I want you to declare with me, today is my day for a miracle. Let's give a hand to the ladies that has been singing on the stage. Those of you who can, you can take your seat. If you're on the floor, stay on the floor. Don't worry about it. Nobody's going to watch you. Welcome to Faith City this morning. A church where anything can happen. You know what I like about Faith City? There's no Sundays the same. You never know what's going to happen and what, what you might get. So, bless you all. Who's ready for the Word of God this morning? Let's ask that again. Who's ready for the Word of God this morning? You know what is shocking around the world? Everywhere you go, you will see more ladies attend church services than men. So I'm going to tell you, more ladies will be in heaven than men. I think that the scripture where the Bible says two will lay on a bed, one will be taken, one will be left behind, speaks about the ladies. You'll be taken. <laughs> oh, I just thought I'm going to throw that in free of charge. But in any case, <coughs> I, I want to thank you guys, by the way. Thank you, thank you. I want to say to you that when we sang that song about my future is heaven, I got excited. Yes. How many of you know that your future is heaven? Yes. And very soon we're going to be with our king. Come on, how many of you know that your future is heaven? Yes. And while, while we believe our future is heaven, we also believe our heaven is now. Because now if I say the heaven is now, I, what I actually mean is that Jesus is as, as on earth as it is in heaven. So his will in heaven is his will on the earth. Can somebody say amen? amen. Come on, how many of you believe his will in heaven is his will on the earth? Amen. And so I was, I was speaking to you on the kingdom of God for I think two weeks or so, trying to explain to you what, who we are in the kingdom of God and what your right is as a kingdom ambassador. So in other words, do we understand that God's will in heaven is God's will for us on the earth? Say amen if you believe that. Yes. So we never have to ask God the question, is, if it's your will, heal me. Because in heaven, everybody is healthy. So it's His will for you on the earth to be healthy. We never have to ask the Lord, Lord, if it's your will for me to prosper, then please prosper me. Because in heaven, everything is prosperous. Come on, can somebody say amen? So on earth as it is in heaven, the peace, the joy. Whoo. I, I believe with all of my heart that the same peace that's in heaven you will have to have in your house. If you're a kingdom ambassador, that you should not be soon shaken by the troubles of this world because you know to whom you belong and who's, come on, who's got you covered in whose hands your life is. I want you to turn to somebody and say, I will not fear because the righteous shall not be forsaken. Say amen. amen. Now you have to understand, Paul says that some people hear the message but they don't receive the same benefits as the person next to them because you have to mix the word of God with faith. Now, this is scripture that Jesus says. 
He says, let it be according to your faith. He did not say, let it be according to my faith. He said, let it be according to your faith. Say, let it be according to my faith. Now, when he said, let it be according to your faith, the word faith there also means expectation. Let it be according to your expectation. You can't receive anything from God unless you expect something is about to happen. So for the next minute or two, I want to get your expectation levels right there that you know that we don't just come to church so that we can say, I've been in church on Sunday. I come to church so I can expect, accept my destiny and understand that my future is better than my past. Come on, I'm expecting God to move. I'm, I want to speak to the Christians. If you don't believe it, we're going to have a line afterwards to get you saved. But because the tomb is empty and Jesus is alive, I can expect miracles. If God has done it for one, God can do it for all. I said if God can take Moses, put him right in front of a Red Sea and part the water, he can part the same water for you. Nothing shall be impossible for the one who believes. Come on, say, tell your neighbor, you better get an expectation in your heart that God is going to do something for me. No other religion can go to a mosque, a temple, or wherever they go, and say, I'm expecting something to happen. Because the God is dead. But we serve a God that is alive. The grave could not hold Him. Hell could not keep Him. Hallelujah! And because He's risen, I'm expecting miracles. So many Christians hold on to the death of the cross, but they forget that after the death, Sunday came. Woo! I said, after the death, Sunday came. And when Mary and the rest of the disciples ran to the tomb, the angel said, why are you seeking the living among the dead? He's not here. He's risen. I want you to shout, he's risen. I said, he's risen. And because he's risen, I expect miracles to happen. Now, I want to say to the church of Jesus Christ who believes this in this hour, that God is going to do supernatural miracles. Oh, you didn't hear me. Let's call it divine miracles. I'm speaking to the people that says, you know, I'm at a point where I don't know. You're in a good place. No miracle in the Bible makes sense. How God has done it does not make sense. I'm speaking to people that says, the miracle that's going to happen, if it's not God, then it's impossible. Okay, maybe you in this side hear me. I'm talking to people that says, there's no way out of this unless God pulls me right out of this. I'm talking to people that stands at the Jordan and you have to cross the Jordan. You stand around Jericho's and that wall needs to fall. I'm speaking to somebody, come on, that's in the lion's den and the mouth needs to be shut. I'm speaking to somebody that stands in front of a Goliath. Where are you in this place? I'm speaking to those who seems that you are outnumbered and the weakest of your clan. This is who I'm speaking to this morning. You might say that you're the poorest in your family. You have the least talent. You are next in line for God's divine miracles. Hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. So the scripture says, let it be according to your faith. Let it be according to your expectation. I'm asking you the question, what do you want Jesus to do for you this morning? Let me ask you that again. What do you want Jesus to do for you this morning? Because if you don't have something to ask him, there's no expectation. You have to expect something's going to happen. You're, I'm not asking you how will it happen. I'm asking you, can you expect it? I said, can you expect it? Ooh, come on, shout yes. I said, shout yes. 
Now you all know this, I've said this many times, but God's miracles never make sense. <sighs> Maybe you this side of me. God's miracles, it never makes sense. The way he does things never makes sense. Imagine this. He waits until Daniel gets into the lion's den. He could have protected him. Everybody could have dropped dead before they put him into the lion's den. But God said, this is not the way I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it look impossible. I'm going to make them throw him in the lion's den. Because when he, end, when he lands on his feet, I'll be there waiting. Oh, come on, somebody. Woo! Maybe you, you'll be this side. When he falls on his feet, I'll be there waiting. The minute he puts his foot in the den, the lion's mouths will be shut. So everybody looks into the lion's den and says, Woo, this man is dying. What Jesus is saying, there's no way this man is dying. Today, I am promoting him. Hallelujah. It does not make sense. It does not make sense. I said, it does not make sense. But miracles does not make sense. But we, at the end of it, we understand that God is in control. And God is in the divine. And God's miracles is divine. It's not how you figure it out. It's not how you think about it. He will do it over and above whatever you can think or even imagine. This is how God will do it for you. He did not stop it from raining when Noah was in the ark. But he shut the door himself. Listen to me. He could have allowed Goliath to have a heart attack. He didn't do that. He said, I'm going to use the smallest guy in the clan. Somebody that has been outcast. Hallelujah. But when he's done with Goliath, Israel will know that my hand has been on David. When God is done with you, the world will know God's hand is on your life. For a mere moment, you might feel that God has left you. But I'm telling you right now, there's a miracle with your name on it. Hallelujah. God didn't give him a heart attack. God said to David, I will enable you to take this thing's head off. I love this. Why did God tell him? Now, if you think about this, when he was supposed to fight Goliath, he could not even walk with Saul's armor. He was not trained in Saul's armor. Come on, Saul said, okay, you can fight him, but you have to wear my armor. They put the armor of Saul on David. David could not walk. David said, hang on, I've, I've not been trained in this. But let me tell you what I do have. I have a trophy. Ooh, I have a testimony. I don't know what it means to walk with your armor. Come on, I'm speaking to somebody. I can't, I can't walk in your T's and C's. Woo! I can't bow before your principles. Come on, I can't do what you want me to do. But let me tell you, there was a once a lion that came. And he took one of my lambs. I did not run to my father's house. I ran after the lion. I smacked him around. And I pulled that lamb right from his mouth. There was a time that the bear came. I did the same thing. Ooh, I'm speaking to somebody. He killed Goliath with Goliath's own sword. Maybe you in the middle hear me. But when the fight started, he could not even wear the, the, the armor of Saul. But after God anointed him, he had the strength and the power to pick up 
You might seem weak now when God touches you. He will empower you to take off the enemy's head. Hallelujah. Now let me tell you something. This is where the, the problem lies. Here's the mountain you need to move. Here's the sea that you need to part. It's right up there. The Bible says, as a man think of. As a man think of. The thing that you think about the whole day, that's what you become. Amen? Come on, say amen if you believe that. Come on, I want to help you. Your, your mind is your battlefield. This is the place that you need some moving in, is in your mind. Because whether you believe you can or you cannot, you're right. Uh, are you, are you, somebody listening, is, are you still in Five City? Whether you believe you can or you cannot, you are absolutely right. If there was a human that has done it before, then you can do it too. Say hallelujah. But our fight is in our minds. Let me say something to the Holy Ghost. I need to uh, uh, obey Him. People don't realize this. The way that you live the natural life has an effect on your spiritual life. Everything that you fear about in the natural. You fear a headache. How do you think you're in the spirit you're going to cast out demons? I'm helping somebody right now. Come on. I'm setting you free this morning. How you operate in the natural is what you become in the spiritual. As a man thinketh. So easy. The fight is in your mind. God says in his words that all things is possible to the one who believes. Let's get that on, this, on the board. Mark 9, 23. Mark chapter 9, 23. Jesus said to him, if you can believe. That word believe means to accept something is true without you having the evidence of it. Okay, so pause there. Let me quote a scripture. Hebrews 11 verse 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That word substance means title deed. Now faith is the title deed. Okay, for you that don't know what a title deed is. If your house is paid off, they give you a title deed. It means your name is on the title. Your car, paid off, you get a title deed. So when the Bible says that now faith is the title deed, are things hoped for? The evidence are things not seen. In other words, the things that you have been praying about, your name is already on it. This is why he says if you can believe, meaning if you can understand that even if I don't see it physically, it's already done for me. Okay, maybe you in this middle section have the understanding and the revelation of what belief means. Come on, maybe you this side, maybe you this side. You have to believe that it's already done for me. Not, not, it does not say, read it. Everybody please read the screen. It does not say, if it be thy will. If you can believe that is the only thing that he says he does not say if it's my will he says if you can believe that's it if you can understand that without seeing it every miracle that you need is in the realm of the spirit if you see it there it manifests in the natural but you have to see it done in the spirit I said, you have to see it done in the spirit. This is why he says, call the things that is not though they are. So I want you to read this with me. Jesus said to him, let's start. Come on, one, two, three. If you can believe, 
all things are possible to him who believes. Let's read that again. Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. I think we have to do it one more time. I said, I think we have to do it one more time. Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible. Do you believe that? So he says all things. Please put an emphasis on all. Again, all. Come on, again, all. All things is possible to the one who believes. That's in the words of Jesus. By the way, he can't lie. So if you can believe, you can have. Now I'm going to just run through some stories. The Lord, the Lord spoke to, to Gideon. And Gideon had, the Lord basically said to him, he's going to have to go and, and fight against the enemies. And Gideon gathered an army. And the Bible says they are 32,000. Now, when, when Gideon had 32,000 army soldiers, they were outnumbered about four times. So in other words, the enemy has a larger army about four times larger. So let's say, for instance, they were about 120,000 soldiers against Gideon's 32,000. But here comes God, and God says, you are too many. I think Gideon wanted to say, Lord, Lord sorry, uh, um, you mean we are too, too little? <laughs> Did you see, Lord, that there are 120,000? But I can just imagine the conversation. Don't you know what the Bible says, Gideon? One will put a thousand to flight. Two will put ten thousand to flight. The Lord says, nah, let me tell you what's going to happen. Israel's going to win, and they are going to get the glory. But I'm not sharing my glory. I, I need to speak to somebody right now. You, you better hear me. What God's going to do for you, He's going to get the glory. You're not going to take the glory. When God is about to take you out of, you're not going to get the glory. God's going to get the glory. They said, Lord, if there are 32,000, he says, no, there are too many. Get rid of some of them. Gideon said, all right, everybody who's afraid, go back to your homes. 10,000 said, thank God. We out of here. 22,000 remained. The Lord said, nah, nah, Gideon, you see, we still have a problem here. You are too many. Lord, I mean you, mean, I think you mean too little. No, nope, you are too many. And I'm going to give you the victory. I'm going to give it to you divinely. Amen. Oh, I, I, you know, I thought some of you are going to run across this place a couple of times. Already. Well, I'm going to give you a miracle. I'm going to do it my way, not your way. Because my ways is higher than your ways. My thoughts is, is higher than your thoughts. I'm going to do it so that it will be recorded. Yes. Woo, for generations to come. I, I, you know, I can send a legion from heaven, but I want to tell you that you have the authority and the power to take your miracle by force. Come on, I'm speaking to somebody. This is what God is saying. I'm going to do it my way because my way is higher than your way. I'm going to do the miracle for you divinely so that it can be recorded in the books of history. Come on, your children's children will be able to say, look what God has done for my daddy, for my mommy. I want to say what I hear the Spirit of God says. These people here sitting here this morning, you will be one of them. That they will write about. Your children will speak about your faith. Your children will speak about your faith. Hallelujah. 
says, no, 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 take them to the water. Let them drink. And I'll tell you who's staying and who's going. Now, funny enough, some of them went on their knees, and some of them lapped like dogs. Those who lapped like dogs were 300. And I thought to myself when I saw the picture, some of them went onto their knees, and they did like this, and they drank. The others lapped like dogs with one hand, tried to put the water in their mouths. And the Lord says, aha, yeah, here we are. Take 300, send the rest home. I want those who's low. <laughs> Sometimes you hear, but God says, no, 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 no. No, your, your, where your miracle needs to be is you need to be low. When you are at your lowest low, God will bring you on your highest high. Or maybe you hear me this side. You have to be on your lowest low. Because when you're on your lowest low, there's no way out but up. I'm prophesying you are coming up in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Woo. Say, so look upon them that can make themselves low in my presence. Those are the ones that I will pick up in this hour. Those are the ones that I will perform my word through. Come on, those are the ones who will carry the glory of God for generations to come. I don't care what the devil has told you this morning. I'm telling you by the word and the authority of God, you will have a divine miracle. Shout divine. You want to tell me, how's that logic? You send 31,700 people home because nobody was as low as the 300. I don't need 32,000 this morning. I need 300 low people. 300 people that says, I will make my name a toffee. Come on, do me a toffee. I'm, I'm low. I'm at my lowest low. But when I am at my lowest low, God will exalt me to my highest high. Because when I decrease, He increase. Shout yes if you hear in this place. Only those who slow before me. I love that. There's been times that I've, you know, sat on my knees, cried out to the Lord. And then there's times I've heard Him say, go down low. Where you're on your face prostrate before the Lord. You lap like a dog, but I'm telling you. You're coming out as a lion. Now, let me tell you, jump some of the verses, but then tell you what happened. The Bible says now they have some horns in their hands, and they made a sound. But what they realized is God was not worried about how many men were in the camp. Because if God is for you, you are never outnumbered. <laughs> Logic will tell you, we are outnumbered. But God does not do anything logical. Amen. Nothing is logical in the Bible. Show me one scripture that God performed a miracle and it seems logical. It's not logical. The reason why we have not received because we try to find God in the logical side. God is supernatural. He does not work logically. Come on, shout amen if you hear. So God does not work logically. 300 seems outnumbered against 120,000. But when God is in it, the victory is already yours. So the Bible says what happened, the sound was so severe in the camp of the enemy. 
Listen to what they did. Confusion struck them. Uncle Denzel, what the people don't realize is God will bring confusion in your enemy's camp. Satan sends demons and he says, stop the blessing. Go to Denzel, stop the blessing. And when they get to Denzel, they're so confused that he brings the blessing to Denzel. That's what confusion means. The Bible says they turned on themselves, killed one another. So here's the thing. Gideon did not have to fight. Bertha, you don't have to fight. You just have to show up. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. You don't have to fight. You just show up. When you show up, God says, da, 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 da. and the enemy starts to fight one another. They kill one another. This is what you don't never have to fight your enemies. You never have to try to you know, defend yourself when people say things about you and fight against you. Because those who fight against you will flee in seven different directions. God is giving you a divine miracle. If God can do it for Gideon, He can do it for you. Come on, shout yes. yes. You might think like, Lord, I don't have enough. You don't need enough. You just need a little bit of belief. For if you can believe, I said if you can, all things is possible. Come on, for the one who believes. Do you believe that? Say yes. yes. So for the natural man, to send 31,700 people home is not natural. Amen. But thank God, we are supernatural. Amen. I want you to make up your mind that from this morning, I'm going to live in the realm of the supernatural. I said, okay, two of you agreed. I said, just two of you agreed. From this morning, I'm living in the supernatural. Come on, I said from this morning, I'm living in the supernatural. Well, they said, I don't believe in miracles. Let me tell you why you don't believe in miracles. Because you don't believe in God. Don't tell me that you know God and you have a personal relationship with Him, but you don't believe in miracles. If you don't believe in miracles, it's quite simple. It's because you don't believe in the God of miracles. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is a God of miracles. He's the God of the miraculous. I said, he's the God of the miraculous. Just because you don't believe in miracles does not mean that there's no miracles. Every single day is a miracle. I said, every single day is a miracle. You open up your eyes, it's a miracle. You see, that's a miracle. You smell, that's a miracle. Come on, you healthy, that's a miracle. Thank God for miracles. Come on, lift your hands and say, Lord, we thank you for miracles. I feel it so strong to tell this to somebody. Your miracle is about to go down in the history books of what God has done it for you. Now, I'm speaking to the righteous. I'm not speaking to the sinners. The sinners need to repent because the Bible says a sinner is not heard from God. God doesn't listen to the sinners. He says, but the righteous, he will withhold nothing that is good from you. Oh, hallelujah. So if the righteous is in the house, I'm talking to you right now. I'm speaking to people that have skipped the faith, that has ran their course. I'm speaking to people who has not given up when everybody else has given up. I'm speaking to you. 
There's a divine miracle in this hour for the church. I said the church of Jesus Christ has been mocked, scoffed, laughed at for far too long. But the tides is turning, people of God. I said the tides is turning, people of God. The world will look at the church of Jesus Christ and say, look how prosperous they are. Look how happy they are. Call me in that job. Call me whatever you want to do. I'm telling you right now, and when you're not in the church of Jesus Christ, I feel sorry for you. Because protection comes when you are under the banner of His church. Hallelujah. Not sitting at your home and watching somebody preach. Laying in your pajamas. With your hair in all directions. That's not church. I said, that's not church. If Jesus Christ can walk to the cross, I can get myself to church. He's more important than riding a bicycle, going to the gym. No, 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 I'm, I'm stepping on toes right now. He's more important than the queer farm. He's more important than sport. He's the King of Kings and He's the Lord of Lords. And all honor and adoration is due to Him. If you really need to get on a bike, do it on a Saturday. But say Sunday. Let me just tell you something. Imagine this. The Muslim says on Friday, come hello, I water. I don't care if I miss out on a million rand of deals. My shop is closed because I'm going to go and pray. But the children of God, they can't even go to church for an hour. Think about that. This is why Jesus says, unless your righteousness surpasses the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees, you'll never enter heaven. The scribes and the Pharisees had no relationship with God. They, were re they studied religion. The only thing they are doing day and night in Israel today, in Israel today, I was there about three or four times, in Israel today, the government pays some of them just to study the Torah, the law. They do it every day, day in, day out. Day in, day out. Scribes and Pharisees. He says, if your righteousness does not surpass theirs, you'll never get to heaven. In other words, Christians need to become committed. Committed. Husbands of the house, better tell their family, listen, anything can happen Monday to Saturday, but Sunday. It can storm, it can rain, it can snow. I saw a picture of somebody in a sports field overseas where it was snowing. It's so, so severe, you can't even see the eyes. But the stadiums is packed to capacity. Oh, the Afrikaners are now eat all. If the Afrikaans is groot sing, hulle sing in Pretoria, 90,000. Wees my jou benauw nie. But 90,000 will not show up for church. Let me tell you something, that Benoni can't get you to heaven. The sight van hell, Benoni. Okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. Shout yes if you're still here. Does not make sense if God says only 300. Only 300. But this is how God operates. Does the miraculous divinely. Come on, he speaks to Joshua. Joshua takes over from Moses. And the Bible says they are on their way to the promised land. 
Now, I don't know how many of you don't realize I'm speaking so prophetically this morning. I didn't plan on that. But going on, I'm on my way to the promised land. All right, so they're on their way to the promised land. And so there's a couple of things that happens with, with Joshua and, I, and, and with the children of Israel. And I love this. And I want you to, to quickly hear me. Joshua sent two spies to Jericho. Go and spy the land. But there's a prostitute in Jericho. So they are used to this woman, Rahab, that has a door opened for men to come. So the two spies go to the prostitute's house. Now imagine, imagine, <laughs> me and Tina goes to the prostitute's house. And my wife asks, what are you doing there? No, we're just spying the land. <laughs> So, so guys, please, don't, don't tell your wife, I'm just spying the land. All right, don't spy the land. <laughs> but in any case, so they are clever. They know that nobody can come in and out of this, of this city. But there's a woman, Rahab. She's a prostitute. So the whole city knows that this woman gets guys in and out, in and out, in and out. Business loop. Here they go. And they tell them, they, they tell her exactly what's going to happen. And she says, okay, hang on. So here's what happened. News starts to spread that there's two spies, and they want to get these spies, but Rahab hides them away. All right, she covers them. And here's the thing. After, they, after, after the whole story, these two spies, I'm just jumping scriptures, all right, for time's sake. These two spies, she said to the two spies, okay, when you come to destroy the, the city, please remember me. Remember my father, my mother, my brothers, my sisters. Because I've showed you favor. I was kind to you. And here's what the two men said. They said, okay, fine. But you'll have to have a scarlet thread, a scarlet robe that hangs from your window. So that when we come, wherever we see the scarlet thread, the scarlet robe, you will be protected and your life will not be taken. Because everybody in the city, whether you're a man or a woman or a child, you will be killed. So she took a scarlet thread. What people don't realize, the scarlet thread speaks about the blood of Jesus. So she made a sign outside a window. What some of you don't realize is Rahab, come, or Jesus comes from the lineage of Rahab. Woo! Imagine there's a prostitute. But the Lord says, I'm turning your life upside. Now here's the thing, when Adam and Eve sinned, here's what God does. God killed an animal, sprinkled the blood for on the behalf of Adam and Eve, took the skin of that animal and covered their nakedness. Wow. Here Jesus Christ comes, he sheds his blood, and he covers me with his righteousness. In other words, when God looks at you, he does not see the nakedness, meaning the sin. He sees that you are clothed with righteousness. Covered with his righteousness. Are you listening to me? Suddenly the scarlet thread that hanged was a sign of righteousness. That God made her right. Now I'm speaking to somebody. Now the scripture says they need to go across the Jordan. The river Jordan, the scripture speaks about the river Jordan was so full of water. It fed the Dead Sea. 
And also it was, it was the, the season of the harvest, so water was flowing. Basically the river banks was overflowing with water. But they needed to cross over. But listen to me, they were never in this region ever before. These people come from Egypt. Oh, I'm getting somewhere right now. But God says, I've got a plan. Get the priests and let them take the Ark of Covenant. Let them carry it. Tell the whole nation to walk far away, not to come close, until the miracle has been performed. I'm speaking to you. That, according to the scripture, they, they had to be a, a, about 1.2 kilometers away. So from far off, they saw the priests walk with the Ark of Covenant. By night, they, might, they must have been a fire pillar. Now they're walking. And they got to the Jordan. And here's what the Lord says. Now the Jordan is full. God says, tell the priest to put their the foot soles in the water. With the Ark of Covenant on their backs. Here comes the priests. The whole nation is standing from afar to see that how God is going to do this divine miracle. When the minute the Ark of Covenant, if you don't know what the Ark of Covenant is, is where the presence of God was housed. The glory of God. When He touched the water, the Bible says the water spotted. I'm speaking to somebody. If you need to cross the water, you better get the glory of God upon your shoulders and God shall part it for you. You don't even have to go deep. Only your soles of your feet needs to touch that water. And God, now, are you, are you listening to me? You don't have to go into the deep. So the Bible says, man, it parted. Now the nation walks past. For a whole day, God stopped that water. The covenant of God, the ark of covenant, standing in the water on the priest's shoulder. Here comes the nation. Now they walk past the glory of God. They walk through on dry ground. And eventually God says, okay, call the priest. When the priest came out of the water, the water closed again. Now, I, I, you know, I want to I take a little bit deeper, far further. If the Lord has done it in the Bible, why can't he do it today? Amen. It's because of this. It's not logical. How can God part the water? He's God. You answered yourself. He can do anything. He can even allow people to drown in two-inch water. Come on, shout yes if you understand this. You know, I know maybe this message is not for everybody, but I'm speaking to those who believe. All things is possible for the one who believes. It does not make sense. So here God tells Joshua, he says, take, the, take, take some of them, walk around the city. Walk around the walls, because the walls is the only thing that protects them. Day one, they a little bit walked around, and after... They walked around once. He told everybody, okay, let's go back to the camp. I think they thought to themselves, this guy's nuts. But he just listened to what God says. God says, for six days, you walk around the city once. So he did it the second day. Wednesday came, they walked around. Thursday came, they walked around once. But on day seven, he says, now something is going to happen differently. Now we're going to walk around seven times. And when you walk around seven times, we're going to shout. Why do we shout? Because we shout because the victory is ours. You're going to blow on the trumpet. Why are you going to praise? Because the victory is ours. When I praise and I shout, something must happen in the realm of the spirit. 
and they started walking. And they started walking the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh time. After the seventh time, they started shouting. I'm talking to people who has such a belief in your heart that you know that even if I shout, my walls will come down. I don't know how God is going to do it, but if His instruction is to walk around it, I'll walk around it. Maybe you don't know how to buy that house, but when you hear the instruction of God and He says, walk around that property, come on, seven times and shout for the victory, then you do what God tells you to do. Because all things is possible to him who believes. Come on, say with me, I believe. I believe. Does not make sense. Why didn't God tell him to do it on the first day? Why did he tell him to do it on the last day? Walk around seven times. But I'm telling you right now, the victory is secured. After the seventh day, the walls came tumbling down and they took the territory. God wants to do the same thing for you. The only thing between you and Jericho is your unbelief. You have to come to a point in your life where you say, Lord, I believe. How many of you know what the Bible says in the book of Luke, chapter 1, verse 37? It says, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. Let's read that again. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. This means for God to do nothing is impossible. Every time God is in it, something is going to happen. It's a fact. I said, it is a fact that God will make it happen. Come on, turn to somebody that needs it and say, God will make it happen. Say it again. Come on again. You have to have unwavering faith. In the days that we are living in, this is what you're going to have to have, faith. Faith that can move mountains. Faith that can shout down walls. Faith that can part water. You know, I want to just give you free advice. Stop spending time with negative people. You have to. You have to. I don't know how we're going to do this. Oh, this, oh. Ah. I call them the sheep people. <laughs> Stop spending time with sheep people. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> because I promise you, eventually you will be so negative, so depressed. Sometimes you have to be cruel to be kind. Sometimes you have to say, shut up. You are speaking yourself out of your miracle. Speak life. Don't speak what you see. Speak what you believe. Amen. When people tell me I've got bad news, I say I don't want to hear bad news. I'm not a recipient of bad news. I'm a recipient of good news. Give me the good news. It doesn't matter how many bad news there is. There's always an answer if God is on your side. There's always a way. But our problem is right up here. We try to work it out. You need a financial breakthrough. I've been here almost every day of my life. Do you know why? It's because I'm not where I used to be. When I started out in ministry, money I didn't need much money. Now that I'm touching the whole wide world, I need millions. I can say this boldly, I need millions. My vision is not in the thousands. My vision is in the multi-million dollars. This is what we need. 
But if I try to work it out up in here, it's not going to happen. Next week, five city turns five years old. Five. I'm in full-time ministry, January, 13 years. One, three. And I can tell you, I've seen it all. I'm in ministry, I think this is 18 years. Coming, 18, one, eight, that I've been preaching. The last 10 years, we've impacted 85 nations. 85. Now, if you ask me, how did, how did I do it? Now, let's speak about the miraculous. Let's speak about how God has worked the miracles. Because all things is possible to the one who believes. Yes, let me say this. This is why the girl that you sit next to in a Ferrari, make sure she's the girl that will sit next to you when you're at the bus stop. Oh, hey. She loves you a long time when the money is flowing. When the Ferrari brawl. But when the bus needs to come. Amen? Are you listening to me? This is why, you know, I'm not just standing here and telling you that all things is possible for the one who believes. If I haven't believed. If we haven't believed, if we haven't seen how God has moved across the face of the earth. Last night, I stood there in the back and I, I wept before God. I said, Lord, I don't want to be an ordinary preacher. I want to be supernatural. As I said, as I looked up, I saw the miracle wall. I heard him say, you are no ordinary preacher. It hit me. It hit me. And I, and I looked at the wall and I said... Lord, this is just a drop in a bucket of what you've done all over the world. And I've realized all things is possible to the one who can believe. All things are possible. Hallelujah. Say with me, hallelujah. You don't need to know how God will do it. But God will sustain you. He will get you through. Because all things are possible. But our problem is we work it out here. How is he going to do it? How, what is he going to do? Maybe this is not his will for my life. Listen, just shut up and speak the word of life because you are not natural. Come on, look at your wife and say you are not natural. Come on, look at your husband and say you're not natural. You are supernatural. And we have to believe for the supernatural. Are you listening to what the Holy Spirit has been saying to you the last month? He's preparing you for the time that is coming over the earth. If you think times is bad now, you ain't seen nothing. The world is getting weaker and wicked, more wicked and more wicked than ever before. And do you know what's going to happen at the end of the day? They're going to hate the church because the church is those who makes the change around the world. I'm going to tell you, listen to me. The time is nearing where the governments will have to ask the church what is God saying. Because the, the earth, the governments of the world, the countries will be so suppressed. While the church and the, the body of Christ will flourish. Famine will not come to our homes. Sickness and disease. You, you better mark my words, people. It will be like it was in Egypt. We plagues will hit the world, but will not come to your crops. 
where sickness and disease will struck, but it will not come near your house. Oh, is somebody listening to me? Because wherever he sees the scarlet thread, the enemy will pass by and God's blessings shall be upon your house. All things are possible to the one who believes. Shout with everything you have, I believe. This should not just be a good message. It should be a message that changes your whole life. Changes the course of your nature. Come on. Changes everything in you. I said to the Lord last night, Lord, I'm believing you for the impossible. How many of you in this building believes with me for the impossible? For the impossible. What people said it's impossible for you to have, you will have it. You will have a testimony. You will have your trophy. Because the only thing that stands between you and your miracle is unbelief. Because if you can believe, <laughs> all things. Ooh, doesn't that excite you? All things. Meaning that even, the, even if there's no evidence, I can't see it, I can't feel it. I believe it's done. Then it's mine to keep. All right, can I give you a story? Testimony. Many years ago, I had to go to Durban. And I stood with some of our camera guys at an ATM to draw money for the trip. We need gas, we need whatever. So put in the cart, out comes a slip. It says insufficient funds. You know what I'm talking about. If that ever happens, go to another bank. You don't need that negativity in your life. <laughs> so, so out comes a slip, insufficient funds. I saw fear in my camera guy's eyes. He said, what are we doing? <laughs> Shut up. Say, we're going to do what I taught you to do. I heard the spirit of the Lord say to me, how much money do you need? I told him. He said, push in the amount. You might say, this is, this is not the truth before God. I put back that card. I punched in the amount. Out comes the money. So, Vessel, how did that work? Let me tell you how that worked. God already spoke to somebody. Vessel de Bruyne needs a miracle. Well, I, I told that guy to shut up and do what I taught them to do. The deposit was, the money was released. Out comes the money. Aline and I, we needed about 500 rand back then for gas money to go to, to Durban to preach the gospel. There's no money. Our banks is empty. Everything is empty. She goes through her cupboards because she needs to pack and whatever, by faith. She lifts up her head, there's 500 rand. I don't know about you, but I believe in miracles. Because I believe in God. There were, as we nights, there where there's no food in the house. We will thank God for the food that we're about to eat. People will show up at the door, bring food. <laughs> okay, let me go further on. Martin, let me tell you something. It will bless you. I, was, I married my wife. I was so poor. I couldn't even take on, on honeymoon. So for years, no honeymoon. But the thing about her, she never demanded honeymoon. <laughs> let, me, let me just say this rough charge. We know what it means to sleep on the floor. No mattresses, no, no, no. We know everything. Ask our kids. We know what it means. They, they grew up in a house of miracles. So here's the thing. A church invited me to go to Switzerland. Now Switzerland, we were there in, I was there in December. You don't know how Switzerland looks in December? Woo! Snow. Lights is beautiful. So they, they pay for my ticket. I don't have money for my wife. But we had to go for our visa. So I said, 
you go for a visa with me, by faith. Now we're doing our visas together. Both of us got our visas. So I have to fly out to Switzerland. I'm flying out to Switzerland, but in the plane I said, Lord, I want my wife here. We need a honeymoon. I don't have money for the honeymoon, but in any case, I, I can just say, tell her, listen, you're in Switzerland, this is your honeymoon. So here's the thing, now I'm praying, I said, Lord, send my wife, get my wife to Switzerland. I got there, preacher came up to me, says, where's your wife? I said, she's in South Africa. No, you have to get her here. Amen. I said, I want to get her here. He says, no, I'm paying her ticket, get her here. So they flew her into Switzerland. While we're there, they said to us, don't you want to stay a little bit longer? We'll take you to France, use it as a honeymoon. So we went to Switzerland and France, honeymoon. Amen. And there was more honey than moon. Listen, <laughs> why do you say these things? Because I am a recipient of the goodness of God. I know what can believe if you have faith in your heart. You cannot be denied if you have belief. I said, you cannot be denied. If I told her there's no money, don't do, your, don't do your visa. They would not ask me to fly her in. God honored my faith. Sometimes you have to do crazy things that does not make sense logically. But it makes sense in the realm of the spirit. And when you do it, God honors you. Years ago, I'm on my way to a men's camp. Eileen said to me this. This is what Eileen said to me. She said, God is going to give me a combi this weekend. I said, listen to this. I said, a small combi? No, a big one. Because we've been traveling so much. We've always got people. We need a combi. She said, this weekend, God give me a combi. I, said, I promise you, I got in my car. I thought, I get geloof, my dear now. I'm at the men's camp. God's glory falls. She calls me. She says, Vicky Vat. She said, somebody came to our house just now and dropped off. Titus was there. I told him when it happened. Dropped off a 14-seater, brand new, brand new combi. I said to her, July. It was June, but I said July. No, in any case. <laughs> I'm not lying. Somebody came and said, God says you need a combi. No, you don't hear me. All things are possible if you can only believe. All things. Say with me, all things. My throat are after. If you have some stories, please send it right to my phone because there's so much. Why do I tell you these things? It's because faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. You see what people think. People think that God is a quick fix. But they forget the times that that man and woman was on their knees. Seeking the face of God. Standing when everybody else is, is, is walking. Amen. Let me tell you this. Myself and I, we lost most of our people. But we gained. The people that's in our circle today is the best. And I don't want to trade them for anything in this world. So you can, you can hear me right now. You can even stuck with your friends that don't believe in the miraculous or kick them to the side and say, I am miraculous. Amen. Come on, I believe in the miraculous. If God has done it for Moses, Amen. then it means I'm next in line. Amen. If God blessed Abraham, 
in his old age, then it, it means that age is just a number. Oh, okay. Where's the old people? If I'm saying old, I'm speaking to anybody that's 50 upwards. Okay. <laughs> you are not too old for God to seek you out and say that you are next in line. He will bless you. In actual fact, anybody that's over 50, stand to your feet right now. Come on, don't worry what the people think. I'm telling you, stand to your feet. I want to tell you right now, by the authority of the Spirit of God, that God is turning it around for you. He's going to bless you in your old age like you've never seen it before. He's going to take care of you. Come on, He's going to rejuvenate your youth. He's going to prosper you. He will be your hope. He will be your future. In Jesus' name. Put your hand on your heart quickly. I declare with long life, will the Lord satisfy you in Jesus' name. Now for the men that knows the scripture, tell your wife, don't laugh now. Don't laugh now. Sarah laughed. But you're not laughing, you're receiving it. I said, you're receiving it. Lord, I declare that my older years will be better than my younger years. The Bible says when you are gray-headed, God will still take care of you. He will not leave you. He will not forsake you. Come on, if you know what I know, if you see what I see, you will rejoice with me right now. Because there's a breakthrough coming for you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. All your heart's desires shall be met because you serve the Lord your God. Hallelujah. Come on, everybody under 50, stand to your feet. How many of you say from this day, I simply believe? Come on, how many of you say, I simply believe? Because his word says, if I can believe, all things is possible to the one who believes. I declare for you and your house that God's goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. That favor will surround you like a shield. That you will be blessed in the city and blessed in the field. Blessed sitting down and blessed standing up. As long as you apply the word of God over your lives, you will have no lack. You will have no lack in the name of Jesus. He will supply all your needs. He is your Jehovah Jireh. If you believe that, child, it's mine. Come on, give him a glory right now. Give him grace right now. It is mine. If God has done it for Gideon, he can do it for me. If God can do it for Joshua, then God can do it for me. All things is possible to the one who believes. Simply believe. I'm finishing up with this. I've seen in my lifetime how people run to the Lord when there's a need. When the need is met, they run away. The Bible says in the book of John that Jesus knows what's in a man's heart. Therefore, he could not commit himself to them. So when your heart is committed to the Lord, in other words, I don't serve the Lord because I need something. I serve Him because I cannot live without Him. Then He commits Himself to you. Then there's a relationship that grows. God, I'm speaking to you right now. Then through that relationship, you have the authority to ask Him. Because now you're not just the servant of God, but you're a friend of God. So a lot of people go through the motions and they think it's a quick fix. Christianity is not a quick fix. It's a lifestyle. A lifestyle means you're going to lose people. You're going to gain new ones. You change the way you, you fought, the way you live, the way you conduct yourself. You know, you know I, I, I can just say what the Spirit of God tells me to say. I can't please man. I'm telling you today, you can't sin on a Saturday. 
and on a Sunday you expect God to move for you. You cannot do that. You cannot, you cannot drink on a Saturday. And on a Sunday, Lord, you have to hear me right now. God does not listen to you. You want to tell me that somebody that, that's not, yes, Holy Ghost. Every time in the Bible, God used somebody supernaturally. The first thing that God told his parents is, don't let him drink alcohol. So if alcohol is from God, why does God say I can only use those who separated? Oh, yeah, hallelujah. The Spirit of God is speaking to me this morning. He said to Joshua, tell the people to sanctify themselves. For tomorrow, I'm going to do wonders among them. I want to tell this church of Jesus Christ who believes me, you have to sanctify yourself today. For tomorrow. Okay, maybe you hear me. For tomorrow. Where's the people of faith? For tomorrow. God is going to do wonders among you. So what do you mean I have to sanctify myself? You have to get right completely with God. You have to say, Lord, I'm going to separate myself from this world. If there's anything in me that you hate, pluck it out this morning. We have to be like those men on our faces before God. I'm talking to you. We are past the place that we have to go on our knees. We have to get so low. Then God will perform miracles and wonders among us. How many of you believe that? You can't live like this world and think heaven must show up. It's not how God is going to do it. Are you listening to me? You have to be separated from this world. You have to come to a point where we have been many times in our lives. I've asked God so many times in my prayer life, when we had nothing, kill me. Kill me. Just kill me, Lord. What I didn't realize is when I asked him to kill me, he did. He killed the flesh. He killed every desire that's not of him. He killed that until there was nothing left of me. Until there was nothing left. And then, when Basil the brain was dead, 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 I heard him say, from this day you will live in the supernatural. Lay your hands on the cupboards. Lay your hands on your, on your gas tank. The supernatural shall manifest for you. If God could make Israel's feet grow in Egypt with their shoes the shoes grew with their feet oh you don't hear me then he can do the same for you Lord where will Chloe come from don't worry as you grow <laughs> as you grow the suit will grow <laughs> He said, I said to my wife, does this pants like my, make my butt look fat? She says, yes. I said, okay. <laughs> Lord, let this pants grow with my butt. <laughs> I've asked her this morning on this. I said, how do I look? I hurt in the bubble. <laughs> I said, okay, so I've asked. <laughs> I just need 300. I says, I'm believing in the miraculous. What I need next is not going to come from man. I need it from God. God's going to have to move. Listen to me. Joshua comes and he says, Sun, stand still. Moon, stand still. God under them. If he can make the sun and the moon to stand still for Joshua to fight the fight, 
then he can make the sun and the moon stand still for you until your victory comes this is why i'm telling some of you just sanctify yourself for tomorrow i said for tomorrow i want to speak this over god's people that this will be your best december january will not have 90 days is somebody listening to me i declare that this december will be your best december that holiday will seek you out that money will be attracted to you that your bonus at your job shall be like no other i see five people with, with no with no doubt five that believe the word of god get your mind right i said get your mind right you can't pray for day, deaf ears and blind eyes and raise the dead if your mind is not renewed your mind must be absolutely renewed i have the mind of christ come i'm speaking prophetically this morning to every single one of you if you belong to the lord all things is possible to the one who believes nothing shall be impossible if you believe i said nothing shall be impossible if you believe your belief must be connected to your mouth you have to say what you believe if you say we're not going to make it you've signed sealed and delivered it you will not make it if you speak words of life come on because you are a speaking spirit you start to speak faith in your situation and you start to you start to walk with belief knowing it's already done without evidence of seeing it and feeling it and touching it i know it's already done whatever i've asked god it is already done in other words you pray god save my children you have to see your children next to you in church already rejoicing god with you come on you should not see them no longer in the in the world you have to see them through the eyes of faith that are standing in the church rejoicing with you you're praying for your new house you have to already see yourself in that house you have to start to renovate that house even before that house is yours see yourself in that new job see yourself already behind that new desk Come on, see that business prosper even before you physically see it prosper. Because all things is possible to the one who believes. Okay, I have to say what the Spirit of God says. Your business will never prosper until you come to a place where you say, Lord, it's no longer my business. I give it to you. It's yours. Do whatever you want to do. Almost daily I do that to the Lord. I say, Lord, this is not my life, it's yours. It's not my body, it's yours. It's not my ministry, it's your ministry. It's not my church, it's your church. Come on, everything, everything that I have, not my money, it's your money. Everything belongs to Him. When that shift comes, you start to believe with the faith of God. Amen. How many of you are going to go home and start to believe? Believe the impossible. Our whole time, that we've been, I think for five years, I've just pumped people up with faith. I can't recall one message that I said, I don't know how we're going to make it through this year. When COVID hit, churches in South Africa closed down. <laughs> we were here. Everybody said, no mask, no entry. I said to them, you put a sign on. If you have a mask, there's no entry for you. Because we believe in the miraculous. I said, we believe in the miraculous. I love what happened when the police showed up. Five said, started praying in the spirit. The police were so confused. They turned around. They didn't know where they were. Got back into their cars and drove off. This morning, the Spirit of God is speaking so much. How many of you remember 
in the conference how God spoke from heaven. We spoke a word and bang, he showed up on a sign. On a Sunday here, the glory of God falls. There's nobody behind the keyboard, but the keyboard plays. You've got no idea what you sit under. You've got no idea what you have. Thank God for what you have. Thank God for what you get every week spiritually. Thank God. We could have been people that said there's no way out. But this is a man and woman of faith that says all things is possible. If you can just believe it. All things. He will protect you. He will provide for you. He'll come through for you. He'll fight for you. Say with me, all things is possible if you can believe it. Say with me, all things is possible for me if I can believe it. You know what Mark 11, 24, like what the King James Version says. He says, whatsoever you shall desire. The book of Matthew says that God knows what you need even before you ask Him. Then the book of Mark comes and He says, Whatsoever things you desire, believing that you've received it, it's already yours. doesn't say the things that you need. Listen to me, this is the month of December. Everybody desires something. I mean, if it's godly. Okay? So, think about this. Whatsoever things you desire, but religion has taught you that desire is wrong. But he says, whatsoever you desire, it shall be yours if you believe it. It's, it's already yours. You see, the only thing between me and my next is my unbelief. That's it. Say with me this morning, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. That's what the man said to the Lord Jesus. He said, Lord, I believe. But help my unbelief. Some of you believe, but there's, there's a little bit of unbelief that still pulls you back. But this morning, the Lord can take care of that little bit of unbelief. And get you to a point where you just simply believe the word of God. If he said it in his word, it's mine. Lift your hands to heaven, would you? Father, I thank you for your presence. Oh, glory of Jesus. Thank you for your presence. Thank you that you walk among your people. Lord, let your power fall. Let your glory fall. Come on, ask the whole band. Quickly come up to the stage with you. I believe that the Lord wants to touch His people. All things is possible. Come on, say that to yourself. All things is possible. If I could just believe it. If I could just believe it. All things is possible. Not was, not will be. It is possible. Right now I can have it. If I simply believe. I should lift your hands to heaven. You know that, that um, Terry McCallum's song, Holy. Can you hear the sound of the heaven? Can we do that? And I want you to stand to your feet. And I want you to forget about everything around you now. Because I want to say to you that I want to put an emphasis on this. Where he says, sanctify yourselves today. For tomorrow, God will do wonders among you. Right now. We sanctify ourselves. Separate ourselves. Let your blood speak for us this morning. For tomorrow, 
Some of you need to get that scarlet thread and hang it out and say, Lord, because of your blood, I'm pardoned, Lord. For tomorrow, wonders will be happening among us. Yeah. 
I'm saying now will not put a damper on the spirit. It's every eyes closed. If you should stand in heaven right now in front of Jesus Christ and he says, whatever you ask me, I will do for you. What will you ask him? But why I'm asking you this question is because as we sang the song holy, I heard him say to me, that tell my people what they ask me now. It's as good as they stand in front of me in heaven. He will do it for you. Because all things are possible to the one who believes. Imagine yourself standing right now in the presence of God Almighty. What would you ask Him? If you could ask Him anything. Why don't you do it right now? Because He is the God of miracles. The elders and the angels love. Come on, whatever you ask, believe that you've received it. It is already yours. Holy. Holy. I want to tell you this here in the front. I thank you, Father, that you draw a line in the sand. This whole black carpet, Lord, shall become holy ground. I thank you, Lord, whoever touches this carpet, the glory of God shall fall upon them. And as they separate themselves for you, that we can declare by tomorrow, by tomorrow, God shall perform wonders among you. May the cloud of your glory rest in the front, I pray. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I'm speaking to those who slow. By tomorrow this time. <laughs> wonders, wonders, wonders. <laughs> Let him receive this, the miracles, Lord. Let him receive the miracles, Lord. You need a miracle. You have to get here in the front on your face before the Lord. 
He'll do the miracle for you. You might be outnumbered, the weakest of your clan. But when you get personal with the Lord, He performs miracles. Don't look for ordinary miracles. He's going to perform divine miracles. Divine miracles. The days of your mourning is over. These are the days of miracles. We are entering the greatest days of miracles. Divine miracles, Lord. Divine miracles. If he can do it for Gideon, he can do it for you. What he's done for Joshua, he'll do for you. Consecrate yourself for tomorrow this time. Miracles shall happen among you. Palpramendo Robonde, Ribrasondo Scabrava. Holy, holy, holy. Come on, make this prayer different than any other prayer. Tap into the holies of holies. Say, Lord, by the word of your servant, you said whatever I ask you. You'll do for me. Come on, I'm speaking to the righteous. Let his blood speak for you this morning. There will be no destruction. Atmosphere shifting, I'm telling you. Mount Okirabahan, Achmiki Telemers. Jesus. Let's stop all the instruments. Divine miracles. 
divine miracles. Acclaim it, Lord. This is our time. This is our time. Divine. Divine. Hallelujah. Spirit of God. Thank you that you are here. This is holy ground. This is holy ground. This is holy ground. Jesus. Jesus. He says in his word, you do not have because you do not ask. Ask that your joy might be fulfilled. You do not have because you do not ask. Church, I'm telling you, if you miss out now, you're missing out. God is in this place. You don't even know it. Whatever we ask, your word says you'll give it to us. <laughs> 